or name and phone number so our committee can quickly follow up with questions to help them best assess your wish. And thanks to our Christmas wish partners, Atlas Chiropractic and First Federal Bank and Trust. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com, the Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store is your partner, open seven days a week. At Sheridan Funeral Home, we are very proud of what we do and promise that we will take care of your loved ones with the respect and dignity that we would want for our own loved ones. We respect all faiths, creeds, and customs. To us, this is a service and a ministry to our friends and community members and a passion that we have to be there when you need us. Visit SheridanFuneral.com or call Kimberly or Carrie at 307-683-9200. Sheridan Funeral Home and Cremations, compassionate service for the Sheridan community. A leader in sports medicine, Sheridan Orthopedic Associates is thrilled to announce their new highly skilled and fellowship trained podiatrist, Dr. Daniel Peterson, DPM. Dr. Peterson specializes in advanced foot and ankle reconstruction and has successfully performed thousands of procedures. He'll be seeing patients in January so you can get back to doing the things you love pain-free. Schedule your appointment at SheridanOrtho.com. Discover the difference with Sheridan Orthopedics. Okay, when I told my wife, I thought she was drawing her eyebrows on too high. She just looked surprised. Well, the same goes for you if you try to fix or tune up your own 4 before side-by-side. You know you can't do it right, so you just don't do it at all. Hando Service Center are experts on every brand or model of 4x4, side-by-side, or snowmobile. Bring it in or arrange to have it picked up at your house. Either way, it comes back with no surprises. Hendo Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with your final Main Street project update. The light at the end of the tunnel is shining bright and just in time for the holiday season. We have completed paving of Phase 1 and with a short list of finishing touches, we are hoping to open Main Street the week of November 13th. YDOT, Oftedal Construction, and its subcontractors thank you for your valued input and support, but most importantly, your patience and understanding over the past few months. We anticipate completing Phase 2 of this project from Knox to Coffee and Avenue starting April 1st of 2024. Until then, enjoy the holiday season and continue to support our downtown businesses. Tis the season to be jolly, and at First Federal Bank and Trust, we're spreading the joy with our Merry and Bright three-month CD special. Get into the spirit with a fantastic 5.38% annual percentage yield, and here's the best part. There's no opening deposit required. But that's not all. If you're planning to make a larger investment this holiday season, you can enjoy an even merrier 5.48% APY with just a $250,000 opening deposit. Don't miss out on this limited-time offer. Visit us today or go online at efirstfederal.bank, where your holidays are merry and bright. Member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning, I am joined by Jeanette Mooney and Sherry Shada, representing the PEO Sisterhood. Good morning, ladies, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Now, uh, you've been here many times, Sherry, uh, representing uh, the multiple state parks that we have around here. 
Uh, this is your first time here, Jeanette. Well, I was here last year were you? promoting okay. the same thing, but you were not. Oh, was I out that day? You were out that day. So I missed the opportunity. And was it, uh, let's see, it's November, about the same time. About was the same that, time. Was I stuck at home with COVID? Maybe. I Could may be. have been. I think this was about the time last year that... Uh, we finally got hit. Uh, it was rough. It was rough. Well, I want to welcome you to the show. Well, thank it's the you first very much. time together. So, uh, how was your weekend? First off, did you have a good one? Yeah, it was good. Uh, now, do you work on weekends or uh, sometimes? Yes, but not all the time. Not all the time. Yeah, Jeanette, how's your weekend? Well, it's flexible, but this time of year, I'm pretty busy. I have several. Uh, I direct handbells. Yeah. And so I have several groups that I am rehearsing with getting ready for the Christmas season. So Saturday I had two rehearsals and then Sunday I do a church group. So uh, Saturday and Sunday were pretty full. Oh, wow. That's fantastic to hear. I was sitting on a new couch pretty much all weekend. <laughs> uh, now, just to catch people up, because I'm going to ask you how, how uh, often you have to rehearse for this. Because when I think of like the bells... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like a show of perfection. You know what I mean? I if like one bell's it, off, you boy, you can tell. Uh, yes, it is. Um, I like to call it kind of a ballet. If you're watching handbell players as they're ringing, it's beautiful to watch mm-hmm. uh, as long as they are comfortable with what they are doing. Some players have not played nearly as much as others. Some are, they are constantly smiling because they're in the groove and other people are going, <sighs> Yeah, you know, and they have this panicked <laughs> look on their face, and I'm going, whatever you do, just you know, don't show anything. People aren't going to know. Yeah. And there are performances where we've had some issues, and sometimes we'll have to stop and start again, and then we end it just fine. Uh, a lot of times we can just plug on through. Yeah. But, yes, it does take rehearsal because instead of playing a musical instrument where you are in charge of all of your notes, you are only in charge of two or three. And so you're having to watch the whole score and look to see where your note's going to happen. And I have played and I go, oh, that one was mine. Uh, (laughs) It went on by and it goes by. You can't catch it again. So, yeah, it takes practice. Kind of like live radio. Whatever comes out, comes out. We just move on. There you go. (laughs) So what is the PEO Sisterhood for those who may not know? who this organization is. Well, we are a group of women. Um, they were started back in 1869 at Iowa Iowa Wesleyan College by a group of teenagers who s- were miffed that they were not invited to a, they were not all invited to a certain sorority. So they decided they were going to start their own organization. And from those seven young women, we have grown to, oh, a quarter of a million across the United States and Canada. It's a philanthropic educational organization, and we support scholarships, loans, and grants for women who are wanting to continue their education past high school. Some, our newest one is for young women just graduating from high school, and it's a very highly competitive um, scholarship called the STAR Scholarship. And then we go to uh, those who are doing postgraduate work, and it's a PEO Scholar Award, and it's up to a $25,000 grant. Wow. Again, very competitive. And then in between, we have a 2% loan called the ELF, uh, Educational Loan Fund. And we have a PCE, a Program for Continuing Education grant that is based upon need. And uh, you have to be within two years of finishing your uh, degree to get that. And it can be just undergraduate. It could be an associate's degree or it could be graduate degree. 
So those are, it's phenomenal. That's an incredible amount of educational opportunity. And this is all for women. Correct. Now, do the women have to be linked in any way to the PEO, to a various religion or an institution at all? No, we are not a religious-based organization. We do have religious aspects to it. We, uh, you know, take our oath on the Bible. There are a few things that are religiously um, attached, but it's a non-denominational group. And you do not have to be a PEO to um, receive one of these grants. We also have our crown jewel, which is called Cotty College. And Cotty College is in Nevada, Missouri. And I'm going to let Sherry talk a little bit more about that. She attended. Really? Sherry, tell me about this college. Yeah. So Cotty College uh, was founded by Virginia Ellis Cotty. And it started out as a school a grade school through high school and then it expanded into college and then pretty soon it was just a college and um miss cotty mrs cotty stockard um wanted to pass it on and she gave it to the peo sisterhood in the 1920s because the school's ideals and her ideals match so closely with peos so peo took on the college in the 20s and uh it's the only co- uh, women's college owned not owned by a religious organization. So it's not, um, yeah, associated with a religion. And now it's a four-year institution. Holy cow. And how... And uh, about, it's international also. It is international. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, how about how many attend this college, give or take? Are we talking in the thousands? No, or no Just a couple hundred. Yeah, when I went there, there were probably two or 300 of us, but we only had, it was only two years at that time. And now it's expanded to four years. Sherry, was this the only college that you attended? Oh, no. It was the first one because it was just two years. So after, and it was transfer oriented, they knew most would be going on to the next school. So they prepared you for that next step. Um, There's actually a lot of people in Sheridan who've gone. Uh, Really? Yeah, I have several friends here who went, uh, which is pretty fun. Wyoming is really good. They've sent a ton of girls there. That's amazing Mm -hmm. Uh, to think that something so, uh, I don't want to say, you know, kind of, I'm looking for the proper word, but it's just very rare to have an individual and then to find a bunch of sisters right here in town. Yeah. Uh, It's almost like Sheridan's got some sort of underlying link, right? (laughs) Now, tell me how the sisterhood works to fund all these education opportunities. We receive no government funding whatsoever, which is why we can maintain Cotty as a women's college. A lot of single-gender schools have had to expand to include all genders because that's government. But since we are owned and operated by the PEO Sisterhood, we are um, everything we do is done by fundraising. Wow. And so we go anything from cookie sales, uh, some pecan sales, we... We're selling pecans for our chapter also. We are doing this program, which is why we're here to talk a little bit more about our benefit concert that we're coming up to. But all of the chapters across the nation and into Canada find unique ways to raise money to go for these scholarship loans and grants. That's impressive. And so by doing that, you keep the government's fingers out of that, out of the mix of things, don't you? We do. That way we can pull our own strings and make our own rules. Yeah, once you once you go down that road, um, <laughs> who knows where you end up? Now, Sherry, why did you join the sisterhood? Why did you choose to get involved? 
Uh, well, my mom and my grandmother and all of her sisters. <laughs> Tradition. <laughs> yeah, everybody was in it. And I I really liked it. My teachers were in it, the women from my church. I knew everybody in my mom's chapter growing up. And um, whenever she would host a meeting at her house, we, all the kids and my dad had to go down to the basement. We couldn't be there part of the meeting. <laughs> what happens up there? What <laughs> So you all sit at the, the bottom of the stair just trying to listen. <laughs> Everyone's ear to the door. Yeah. So I just grown up around it and uh, knew I saw I saw the sisterhood and and it, and it looked like fun because everybody knew each other. They supported each other. I knew they had this college. I visited the college in middle school. I knew I wanted to go there then. Um, it was it looked like a really great thing to be a part of. Yeah. And, and just having that sisterhood itself. I mean, mm-hmm. we think back, there's not a whole lot of female or uh, organizations that are out there that are specifically for females, are there? I mean, like sisterhoods or or organizations like that. At least none, not a lot that I know of. There are uh, several. There are some. Uh, um, Eastern Star is one. Reasons. You know, so there are offshoots. Uh, a lot of the women's groups were offshoots of male groups to start yeah. with. This one was strictly just a bunch of spunky girls who, like I say, got that miffed that yeah. they were being left out. What well, so I think is great. I, I love it. <laughs> I love their spark, their enthusiasm. And I know they had no idea how far it would come from their inception. Right. Oh, yeah. Especially giving this many opportunities to this many young ladies going forward. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to uh, joining the sisterhood, if, if if you're out there and you feel like you want to be a part of this, what are, what are the requirements to just walk up and say, you know what, I want to be a member? Well, it's sort of like being a member of, say, the country club. You need to be sponsored. And you the only two requirements we have are a belief in God. It doesn't say who's God, but a belief in God, and you need to be 18. And then you need to be well enough acquainted that your uh, fellow sisters can vouch for you in confidence that you would be uh, congenial mm. and get along well with the group because there are some, and we have five chapters here in, in Sheridan. Cow. Yeah. Wow. So each one has its own guiding principle. We could say no personality, personalities, personality. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It just depends on who's there. And some of our chapters are school chapter, we call it school chapters because all the members are the teachers. Oh, wow. And then I've been, um, I was a state officer and I would visit different towns and different chapters and, oh, you're going to go visit the Baptist chapter. <laughs> well, no, not really, except that you invite the people who you know and who you know well. And whether you know them from work, whether you know them from church, whether you know them from the YMCA, you know, you have this group of friends who want to strengthen their friendship and so to become a member, we just like to, um, well, we kind of interview, especially if we none of us know the person, but we always are looking for new members and are more than happy to meet with them over coffee and talk about who we are and what we do. Now, when it comes to the meetings itself, I don't want to give too much away, but <laughs> I mean, it, what are you doing in those meetings? Uh, mostly sitting around talking about like your next uh, opportunity to raise some funds? A lot or of it. <laughs> is that what a lot of it is? And looking for... Um, people we could sponsor for the scholarships, loans, and grants. Going through applications. Exactly. Uh, Or just going through ideas. I will, I have a business card and I will give it to the girls who are working the coffee kiosks 
you know, are you going to school? Are you wanting to go to school? If you're interested in perhaps, we can't guarantee yeah, because uh, this all has to go through a process like anything else for getting your scholarship. But you miss every shot you don't take. Exactly. And so I give out information saying, call me. We'll talk some more about what might be available for you to help you through school. Jeanette, if someone out there is listening and they're thinking, you know what, this is the kind of organization that I'd love to be a part of, but they don't have an in, what <laughs> would you recommend to them? I would recommend... Um, I can give you my name and my number. So if anybody is listening, I am Jeanette Mooney, and my number is 913-259-0388 or Jeanette P-E-O, and that's J-E-A-N-E-T-T-E-P-E-O at gmail.com. And I would love to talk with them about it because we are, well, I've been a member for almost 50 years, and it is something that I have spent a lot of my time doing. Like I said, I was on the state board, and I had the privilege of serving on an international, two international committees. And I wouldn't be doing that if I didn't think what we were doing is worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. So I would, and I, I could talk PEO for the next two hours, but we're here. You are limited time. <laughs> well, I think any organization that is going out there trying to give young women better opportunities at uh, really. No benefit to themselves other than the improvement of young women is an organization that I think uh, needs to not just go on, but but thrive. And we're going to have more with our PEO sisterhood right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sure. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Story Volunteer Fire Department will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. The Health Nut announces that they have organic and natural turkeys, Beeler's spiral-cut hams, gluten-free and regular stuffing, fresh organic cranberries, organic yams and potatoes, gluten-free and regular gravy, gluten-free and regular dinner rolls, gluten-free and regular homemade pies, dairy-free and regular whipped topping. Order your Thanksgiving pies early. Pick them up to ensure they are fresh. The Health Nut, for healthy holiday dinners. Christy Kinghorn of Buffalo Realty would like to talk to you about 38 Ridge Lane near Buffalo. This beautiful three-bedroom solar home in the country has breathtaking views of the Bighorns. Spacious kitchen and dining area with a formal living room and a separate office or family room. A wrought iron fenced-in yard is well landscaped. Plus, there's a small reservoir on the property. The home and 15.66 acres can be sold separate from the other 138 acres. If interested, call Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. ERA Carroll Realty is back with the 7th Annual Holiday Shopping Sweepstakes. This is your chance to win $1,000 in gift certificates and chamber bucks from our Sheridan and Buffalo merchants. And we've tied into a national campaign to give you a chance at winning $15,000 cash. Shop 
five winners will receive prizes totaling $1,000 to retailers like Solitude Spa, Crossroads Health, Smith Alley Brewing, Kid Curious, First Northern Bank, and Expressions Art Gallery. Just go to the contest page at sharedandmedia.com. Enter once each day through December 12th. Hi, this is Tom Bellis with ERA Carroll Realty. We're about more than real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. Happy holidays. McDonald's restaurants in Sharon have the opportunity you've been waiting for. They're looking for enthusiastic open and closer crew members starting at an impressive $17 per hour. At McDonald's, Larry Starrow and the crew are all about helping you reach your goals. Open and closer crew members are the heart and soul of McDonald's success. Ready to join the fun starting at $17 per hour? Go online to myhire.com or stop by any Sheridan McDonald's location to pick up an application. They're not kids anymore, are they, Sherry? Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am joined by Jeanette Mooney and Sherry Shada. They're representing the PEO Sisterhood here. This is a fantastic organization that creates educational opportunities through funding for young women. Uh, And one way that uh, they do that is uh, by raising funds within the community and uh, holding on to or holding certain events. Coming up, we have the Sounds of Sisters concert. Jeanette, can you tell me a little bit about this? This is something we started last year. So this is going to be our second annual. When we were here last year, we said first annual, and that was on the assumption we would do it again. <laughs> so, yes, we are. This so is now our, you were obligated. Now but. we're obligated. This is our second annual concert, and it will be at the Presbyterian Church on Saturday, November 18th at 4 o'clock. And we will have a variety of entertainment provided by members of all five chapters of the PEO Sisterhood here in Sheridan. Oh, wow. So these chapters, when when you hold these types of events, do all of them come together all the time, or, or is this kind of a rarity? This one is kind of a rare event. Um, we are blessed in this town of having so much talent, and... We didn't want, it's all going to our funds, to, you know, the common funds of raising scholarships. So no one is really owning the money for this. And we all are doing it out of our love for music, out of our love for our projects. And so this one is a unique opportunity for these five chapters to come together. And is this going to be primarily like holiday music or just general? This is going to be general. The holiday is, in my opinion, so inundated and it starts so soon. I'm, I will admit I've been watching the Hallmark Christmas movies already. <laughs> already there, huh? <laughs> already there. But these are going to be uh, different uh, different acts with a non-holiday bent for the main part. I will say that our bells are doing a version of We Gather Together to honor Thanksgiving. Cause that's yeah. one of the Thanksgiving pieces. But other than that, Sherry has kind of a list of some of the things that will be happening. Yeah, fire away, Sherry. Okay, so uh, I'll tell you who's playing because people will recognize some of the people. Barbara Campbell is going to start us off on piano, and she's playing a Gershwin melody. So lots of songs will be rolled into that one, and she is fantastic. Love Gershwin. Yeah. Uh, We have a a wind quintet playing, um, let's see, a dance suite. 
We have um, somebody joining us online playing her violin um, solo from Illinois because she's uh, one of our members, but she's in college in Illinois and she's an excellent violinist. So she will be um, zooming in. I think it's YouTube. YouTubing in. Okay. (laughs) We'll see her that way. We've got um, Kelly Miller Smart singing with Mary Jo Johnson playing on the piano and um, our bell choir is doing Amazing Grace and we gather together. Pat Tomsevic is singing The Circle Game by Joni Mitchell. We've got Mandy Baxter and Mary Apple playing, I think, a piano duet. I think it's piano. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, Slavic Dance, opus number four. Moon Medley, um, Lene Sims uh, singing with Mary Apple on piano. They're both in our chapter. Uh, Aaron Osborne is going to be doing a cello solo. And then uh, we have an organ solo, too. Wow, a lot of solos in that. Mm-hmm. Now, the bells, mm-hmm. when it when it comes to practicing, you know, you in the last segment, you touched on something that I've never really considered. When when you're playing bells, you have one or maybe two notes. That's your responsibility. That's mm-hmm. kind of different than playing just about anything else. It is. You are responsible. I do have some very talented players who are... Uh, challenged when they well i challenge them they like the challenge yes and sherry's one of them she's been playing for 25 years i believe she started in high school junior high and high school so there and i have another one who grew up with her mother being a bell director and when they play at church they play one or two bells but they it's boring for those who are capable and so it's fun because they'll, they'll be doing you know hands crossing over each other a few years ago during COVID, I found a trio and three of us with our masks on were playing and whoever wrote the music for the trio was marvelous because it became a dance. We weren't in charge of just our own bells. We'd have to move up or down. And it, it was How choreographed fun it was the same, at the same time. So it was really, as long as we were going the right direction at the right time when we weren't running into each other, it was fun to do. So you could do bell solos. You could have as many people playing as you have bells it can be a you know a huge group there's a fantastic group the mormon tabernacle choir uh has a bell ensemble that the bells range from itsy bitsy to you have to hang mm. it on the stand yeah so wow. they're marvelous you can see those online but the ones i work with we usually do about three octaves and the girls that i have played the the women who are playing with us on saturday uh some are 25 years experience and others this is the first time they picked up a bell they're musicians but they have never rung before. So we have a wide range of experience. So we try to choose the music that fits them. And Jeanette, now I finally get what you were talking about when you said it's more of a ballet. Uh, now I see what you're talking, because we got to cross over. We got to reach over here, grab this one, ding this one at this point. Yeah, and if it's all orchestrated well, it would look just like a seamless chaos. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yes. <laughs> Seamless <laughs> chaos. But it's just, it's, I, I'm really fascinated by this. And this sounds like something that would be really fun to, to see. One more time. When and where is this going to happen so folks can attend? It's this coming Saturday, November 18th, 4 o'clock at the First Presbyterian Church in Sheridan, which is at 2121 Colonial Drive. Admission is by donation. Uh, the suggested donation is $15. Uh, but it's all by donation. 
You know, folks, this sounds like something. You, if you've never seen a bell choir, this sounds really fun. And one more time, where can someone go to learn more about the sisterhood? PEOinternational.org is the main website for the whole organization. And they can get on there. They can learn more about our projects. Um, and then there's contact information there also. But as I said, I am more than willing to talk to anybody here in town who is interested in learning more about it. And are you okay if I put your phone number and your email address up online for I folks? am more than okay with that. Fantastic. All right. So, folks, I'm going to get that information up for you. Ladies, I want to thank you so much for coming in this morning, talking about these great opportunities for young ladies, but also an opportunity for the community to see a different kind of choir. Thank you. Thank you. you. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sure. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Story Volunteer Fire Department will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media Present, Community Commitment, member FDIC. At WearingSheridan.com, you can see most every vehicle on their lot. In fact, you can see about 25 different photos of every vehicle. You can request information on the vehicle you're interested in. You can fill out a credit application, even schedule service work. Check it out, WearingSheridan.com, and experience the wearing way of buying vehicles. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, WearingSheridan.com. Bookmark it. Full service dealership at 107 East Alger, WearingSheridan.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you with the scafoozy house. It looks like some sketchy things been going on over there. In the yard, it looks like you've been burying things in it. I'm just saying, you ain't gonna get no real estate agent to take you seriously. You can't sell at Fizbo, or as is. It's a kiss of death in real estate. Trust me, I know. You want to get it sold? I know a guy, Devin at Wild Renovation. He'll come out, take a look, and make you an offer you can't refuse. Find him at wildrenovation.com or on Facebook. Are you ready? to turn a page on your career? McDonald's restaurants in Sharon have an exciting opportunity. McDonald's is on the lookout for a dynamic full-time shift manager to lead the team starting at an impressive $21 per hour. This open to close position, including weekends, offers stability and opportunities for advancement. This shift manager position has a starting pay of $21 per hour. Visit mchire.com to submit your application online or drop by any McDonald's location in Sheridan to pick up an application. What would Christmas be without tradition, without the comfort of home, the joy of family, and smiles of children? Open your heart this year during the 26th Annual Christmas Wish Campaign. Due to temporary circumstances beyond their control, some families, friends, and neighbors will struggle to make ends meet, let alone have a Merry Christmas. It's tradition for the Christmas Wish Campaign to bring the spirit of the holidays to those individuals. In the past, we've assisted several people with everything from bills and food to clothing, Christmas trees, and toys for children. Please send your Christmas Wish nominations and donations to P.O. Box 5086 Sheridan 
or submit them online at SheridanMedia.com as soon as possible. All wishes must be submitted in writing and must include your name and phone number. There are follow-up questions our committee will need to have answered to properly assess each wish. Wishes must be received by Friday, November 24th. Partners for this year's Christmas Wish Campaign are Atlas Chiropractic, First Federal Bank and Trust, Heartland Kubota, Advanced Auto Body, Wyoming Corporate Office, and Odell Construction. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Story Volunteer Fire Department will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. ERA Carroll Realty is back with the 7th Annual Holiday Shopping Sweepstakes. This is your chance to win $1,000 in gift certificates and chamber bucks from our Sheridan and Buffalo merchants. And we've tied into a national campaign to give you a chance at winning $15,000 cash. winners will receive prizes totaling $1,000 to retailers like Nest Home and Holiday, Balanced Healing Salt and Sauna, Kilpatrick Creations, Buffalo Computing Consulting, Bucks Travel Shop, and Chopper's Deli. Just go to the contest page at sharedandmedia.com. Enter once each day through December 12th. Hi, this is Kim with ERA Carroll Realty. We're about more than real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. Happy Holidays! Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns Homeowner Service Specialist, Dan Popple, and the Director of Operations, Johnny Law. Good morning, gentlemen, and welcome to the show. If I could have you just lean in just a little closer to those yeah. microphones, oh, yeah. these ones are uh, not as sensitive as the larger ones that we got rid of. But, Johnny, how have things been going down at Habitat overall? Really good, Floyd. Um, we've been really turning around this year on getting houses built. Um, truly, the last five, six months, we've been more productive uh, than we probably ever have been. We have a huge goal in front of us to get about five houses done this year. Um, and we're really Clicking away on that, it's it's pretty exciting to see. Why why the sudden burst in activity? Uh, mostly just alignment with our goals. Um, we really do have kind of the roadmap paved ahead of us to be building about ten houses a year in probably the next three years. Wow! So this is kind of the kickoff of that. So as you know, last year we got into a new building, and a huge part of getting into that new building was to allow us that springboard to grow. Um, and better serve Sheridan and increase our services to those in need of homes. Now, I know we talked about moving into that new building, but uh, basically taking all the services of uh, Habitat for Humanity and the administration offices and putting them under one roof. Mm -hmm. um, Now, it kind of seems like a gimme. Yeah, that's going to streamline the process. But did it turn out even better than you originally anticipated? Absolutely. Uh, it's, It's been really cool just to see how the culture of the team and just how having everybody on the same roof, there's a lot more alignment onto where we're going, where we're headed. 
especially as we get new restore employees coming in. Because oftentimes what you have is you have a restore employee that would come in at the old location and there was no real association to what work they were actually doing. Why did it matter? What was actually going on? What does Habitat actually do? They were just at a store, exactly. right? Exactly. So they were just, as far as they were aware, they were working in retail. Uh, so that alignment and being under one roof where they're able to see all these people coming in and getting an understanding of you know, the, the way the Restore impacts the mission overall of Habitat for Humanity, it's really cool to see. I watched a talk uh, that was given by an executive director of a fairly large company. Started losing a bunch of people. Couldn't figure out why. So we started throwing money their way. They told him money ain't going to help. It was the mission. They didn't know the direction the company was going in, and they felt like they were just out there to see by themselves. So they were leaving. Mm -hmm. It's it's amazing what knowing the mission will do for your employees. Exactly. Yeah, it was really cool. I had a cool conversation with one of the staff at the ReStore where I just happened to walk by, and we're, we're kind of talking a little bit, and he's like, so what you know, construction, like what's going on and, you know, and we're we're having that conversation and then it kind of dove into how the restore helps serve as kind of that gap for the cost of construction. And he immediately looks at me and he just, there was a new kind of light and excitement in his eyes and he goes, well, we better go sell some more stuff, you know? And it was just, it was really cool because in, in that moment there was just that alignment with the mission of just understanding how he's tangibly impacting affordable homes in Sheridan County. Absolutely. And with this massive housing crisis that we've got going on here, being a vital team member really just, like you said, re-inspires the drive, the purpose, and the motivation. Uh, If all of that is there, all you got to do is stand back and watch them go. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. You mentioned just the overall, the need right now. I just have a little cheat sheet here. So, we have uh, one house that we closed on about two years ago and one that we closed on in this past July. And if we look at the numbers overall, the total development cost of that home, same floor plan, everything, went up 65%. 65%. Correct. Correct. And the appraised value actually went up uh, 58%. So we're seeing that huge increase in costs uh, and huge increase in just the overall value of a home. So it's more important the work that we're doing now more than ever and it's probably only going to continue that trend up. Johnny, with these increases um, to, to, to materials, to, to the labor, how, how has that affected you guys down there? So Was it, it a stub toe? It's a little bit of a stub toe, but again, that's partially why we got into the new building, because we were anticipating. I mean, we all started seeing this increase over COVID. Um, when that initial close down of everything, we saw all the just different hiccups along the, the supply lines. We knew that we need to solve a problem of how do we get better pricing on some of the materials that we need. And that came into the the equation of we need to be able to buy more in bulk. So being in our new location and having a four-bay garage storage kind of storage unit, um, it's much larger than a storage unit, but being able to do larger supply purchases, that helps us get the cost down overall. So we're trying to do a little bit of different things, and that's where – volunteering even coming in and volunteering on the build days. That's a huge aspect of getting that cost down a little bit. Um, the other struggle that we have is we are competing on market price for land. Uh, we very rarely get land donated. We very rarely get land discounted. Um, so that's another kind of just, it's a factor that we just have to really plan for and prepare for. Um, and that's where increasing our overall development and getting that point, it, 
takes a little bit. It's a ramp up time. We know where we're at, uh, but we know that once we get to that point, we'll we'll be in a much better place. So. And Johnny, how long you been doing this? So I have a unique story. I've been on the I was on the board, found myself on the Habitat for Humanity board in 2020. Was uh, there for two and a half years, and then there was an opportunity uh, where Christine and I were talking and where we need to be. I guess it was kind of a put my money where my mouth is. We just went through a strategic plan and um, found myself uh, sitting as director of operations for Habitat for Humanity. So that's been about four months now. So as you're sitting on this board for a couple of years, now in the position that you're serving, what are the land cost increases that you've seen just in your time? Which I want folks to know hasn't been like a decade. Hasn't been all that long. No, we're definitely seeing prices go up. Uh, when we first started going out, so we haven't gone out and bought a whole lot of land in the last two years. So we haven't seen the full impact of that. Um, about two years ago, two and a half years ago, we made the decision to go ahead and buy a lot of land just because we knew, I think we actually did a public pulse maybe shortly after that. We went out and bought about 12 lots, um, because we knew the path that we were on and we knew that we didn't have much land. And if we don't have land, we can't build. Uh, so we, we did take that effort back about two and a half years ago to buy a, a fair amount of land. So that equated to four duplex lots out in, uh, so technically eight lots, but it'll be four duplexes out in Ranchester, uh, which we actually currently have concrete going into the grounds right now, um, which is super exciting to see out there. We bought, I think, three to four lots out in the Riverstone development just north of town. Um, I'm trying to recall. I think that was that was kind of the primary purchases in that, that first bout. So, And the cost of that, uh, you guys kind of got ahead. We did. Uh, I mean, would you say that you got ahead or were you still kind of coming in? We got a little bit ahead for sure. We're seeing land prices just go up. Um, I don't have any specific numbers ahead of me, but when we did go out and buy lots, it was about, I think we ended up spending about, oh, gosh, I can't recall the exact numbers, but I believe out in Ranchester, we ended up spending about 150000 buying those lots. So... We got a little bit of a better deal on that end, and I imagine if we were to go do that right now, we'd probably see that 65% increase across the board. Man, that's incredible. Yep. You know, we can make diamonds, you can dig up more gold, but they're not making more land. That's true. That's uh, that's one thing when it comes to investing your money. Now, coming over here to Dan, as uh, we look at just exactly what a homeowner service specialist does, Dan, could you tell us that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, essentially, if I had to break it down really simply, I, I process the mortgages that we have to sell off to WCDA. So, when you come in and you put in an application, if you get approved, we process the mortgage just like anybody else would. That's my background is loan origination. And so coming into this with that background, I am able to essentially essentially do what any loan originator would do for you, right? Take your documents, I process the application, make sure that you qualify and get that ready to sell to the secondary market, which in our case is WCDA. And they've partnered with us to offer that 0% interest loan that that we're blessed to be able to offer to our applicants. Now, Dan, why did you choose to accept a position with Habitat? You could be off in some big city making a lot of money somewhere. Well, you know, it's, uh, I've been to the big cities before. It's, you know, that's kind of where I grew up, but, uh, I moved to Sheridan and I loved Sheridan and that's just, I, I never intended to move here. I came here to visit somebody once and never left. 
you know, I was just enraptured by this city. Uh, as far as why doing mortgages with Habitat, I, much like Johnny, was serving on the board with Habitat when I got the call to step off and put my money where my mouth was. And so I, I stepped down into the trenches, as it were, so that I could do some good with it. You know, you yeah. can make tons of money doing mortgages that uh, oftentimes it, it's it's taxing in more ways than one. You know, it's mentally taxing, it's emotionally taxing, it's physically taxing, whereas here you still have all that tax on your person, but you know you're doing it for the right reasons. You know you're doing it uh, for people that need you. The so, exhaustion is worth it. Yeah, at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, and it's not just a, a clink in your bank account. Yeah. It's it's the beat of hearts. Yeah, exactly. Human beings. I and, think that's absolutely amazing. And knowing that, you know, I'm helping people that might not be able to get into a house through other means and typically can't get into a house through other means. I'm helping them not only get into a place that's safe and secure, but it's theirs, you know, build equity in their future, provide that for their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, something that we all want to do. I'm able to help people do that for themselves. You know, we, we say we don't. We don't give you a house. We're not going to build you a house. We're going to partner with you. That's why we call them home partners. So there's definitely that aspect to it. But, um, you know, you you feel good at the end of the day doing what you do. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to construction, where are we uh, within our construction season? It's getting a little cold outside. We don't want our volunteers and our our construction guys out there too much longer do we we're getting we're getting real close so we basically we we did take that specific emphasis on making sure that we were getting all the houses to a spot where we'll be building inside um we're we're getting really close to that we have the two lots down in clark circle so out by bethesda church um, or Woodland park area that development we have two houses over there one of them is about what what do you think about 80 percent done uh from actually yeah. being completely done and then the next door we just got done getting all the trusses set last week so we'll be getting up the sheeting this week um so that one will be pretty much dried in before too long probably the next two weeks we should have all the windows and doors in so that'll all be indoor work and then up here on poplar grove it's actually our last house up in poplar grove so we have 16 homes that we built up there in that development and this is the last one so it's a pretty remarkable um point of it uh, just for us to look and go, okay, we've done a lot of work up here. We're finishing this one out. Uh, that one is fully dried in. So that's exciting. We have three of our houses that we're building in Sheridan proper, city proper, uh, that are fully dried in or will be fully dried in within the next probably two weeks. And then out Ranchester, they are just getting done with that first set of duplexes that we have the family chose for. Um, we will be going in and getting the framing worked on here starting probably in the next couple of weeks. So that should also be dried in before probably December, mid-December, hopefully. Um, that was kind of the, the goal is to get everything that we need dried in. So that way, if we have volunteers that are working, they're working indoors. So, Johnny, let me ask you a question when it comes to, like, habitat in general. Do you guys only build once you found the family? Traditionally, yes. Um, we want to have the families selected so that way because of – they, as partner families for Habitat, they have to do sweat equity hours. So they actually have to go in and spend time working, volunteering, and that's 250 250 per adult applicant. Yep. So we want to make sure that they have that opportunity to work on their own home, and they actually have a lot of that ownership of this is something that I help build. 
their blood, sweat, and tears exactly. is in the foundation exactly. as much as anyone else. I oh, think that's yeah, great. Not as much blood, though. Yeah, <laughs> we try to stay away yeah, from that part. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we don't get uh, like we want land mm-hmm. to have it available, mm-hmm. but we don't build on that until we get the family selected. What's that waiting list look like, Dan? So the wait list is actually something that's relatively new. You know, in the past when Habitat's taken on applications, and you see it through Habitat affiliates all over Wyoming and, and pretty much all over the nation, is they don't have enough applicants, qualified applicants, to have a wait list. We were fortunate enough last year to have a wait list. We had, I think it was five people or six people on there. Um, a couple of them moved, and, you know, it's going to happen. They found opportunity elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and so we've got two of the applicants that we have for this cycle. We pulled off the wait list from the last one. So, you know, it's not it's not a death sentence. It's not, you know, okay, well, you're not going to get in here. It, it truly does help if you're a qualified applicant. You get put on that wait list. It's, it's, it's not a no. It's just a not right now. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of time, and, and it'll, it'll come your way. Yeah. Now... To to be someone to apply for this, mm-hmm. um, what are the requirements? I only got about three minutes left. I got you. But if you were to give me a quick summary of what I would need, what what would that be, Dan? Well, so I also brought a little bit of a piece of paper. So we have our three criteria that we base our selection on. Uh, one of them is that you're in need of better housing. Uh, the other one is your willingness to partner with us as Habitat. And then the third one is the ability to pay. We're not we're not sitting here trying to give homes to someone that could get something through conventional means, um, and we're we're really not trying to give away a home either. That's where the partner comes in. We we want to work with you to build your future. And the affordability portion of it, uh, we service the area median income between thirty to eighty percent, making sure that if you're under thirty percent, you probably shouldn't be focused on a mortgage at the moment. Whereas if you're over eighty percent, more than likely you'll qualify for a conventional loan. Okay, and so I just got to do that. And, and are you the one that I come see initially? You will absolutely come see me, yeah. Okay, so if somebody out there is listening to this, and they're like, okay, I think I meet those requirements, what do they need to do? First thing I would recommend doing is going to our website, SheridanHabitat.org. Under the Homeownership Program uh, tab at the top, you can find a lot of information. There's a lot of the frequently asked questions will be answered in that. Um, if you have any other further questions, my contact information's on there, or you can stop on down to 44 Fort Road um, in the office Monday through Friday. And real quick, I got about one minute left, Johnny. Annual appeal. Yes, yeah, so annual appeal. So as mentioned, uh, we are spending a lot of money getting these homes done, and what that requires is that we also are uh, providing subsidies for those homes. So when we talk about partner families, they're getting an, at an affordable mortgage, so there's a gap that we basically fundraise for. So we have our annual appeal launching very soon. Uh, mailers going out. We'll have that all on our website. It's really exciting. We have a match from the Standish Family Fund as well as First Interstate Bank. So that'll go up to about $105,000 match dollar for dollar. That's fantastic. I love those uh, organizations stepping up and helping out when and where they can. And a match is one of those situations kind of like the partnership, right? Exactly. It's not a gimme. This is a hand up, not a hand out. I greatly appreciate you guys coming in and speaking with me this morning. It's a pleasure to meet you. Good to meet you too, boy. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM.
Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Story Volunteer Fire Department will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media Present, Community Commitment, member FDIC. Mandy Coltisco from Century 21 BHJ brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Riley is a full-grown puppy who's a bit timid and needs a little time to get to know someone. Once he does, his sweet, playful side comes out. Riley would really like to meet you. Cinders is a lazy lady, christened queen of the couch. She absolutely loves her leisure time and is ready to catch you up on napping techniques. If you love to lay low, Cinders will be right by your side. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Is it okay if I use a four-letter word to really get people excited? Um, snow, Tommy, snow. Okay, you had me worried. Well, one thing you don't need to worry about is missing out on the new Skidoo models or getting your preseason service done on your sled. That's good. I don't want to miss out on a single inch of snow. Check out our new showroom full of the latest apparel and accessories to make sure that you and your sled are ready to ride in style this winter. Shop for all your Skidoo needs at Sheridan Power Sports today. Okay, when I told my wife, I thought she was drawing her eyebrows on too high. She just looked surprised. Well, the same goes for you if you try to fix or tune up your own 4x4 side-by-side. You know you can't do it right, so you just don't do it at all. Hando Service Center are experts on every brand or model of 4x4 side-by-side or snowmobile. Bring it in or arrange to have it picked up at your house. Either way, it comes back with no surprises. Hando Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. If you're a Sheridan City resident, now's the time to sign up to receive critical emergency alerts from the city on your cell phone. Get information on severe weather, snow removal parking requirements, service outages, and more. The city's goal is for every city resident to sign up and receive these time-sensitive notifications, and now's the best time to do it. For more information and to sign up, scan the QR code in this week's Country Bounty or click the link on SheridanMedia.com. Weather is changing, but allergies are present year-round. Pollen and grass are not always to blame. There are dust mites, molds, and pet dander that also contribute to allergy and sinus issues. Whether you need an allergy consult or any other appointment related to sinuses, ear, nose, or throat issues, our team at Sheridan Memorial Hospital Ear, Nose, and Throat will work with you to evaluate your concerns. To schedule an appointment or learn more, go to SheridanHospital.org. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-O-N.